Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Bill Belichick, breaking news. It appears as if he's a jerk. Also, does does, does this mean we're we're gonna root for Tom Brady on Sunday? Are we gonna bring ourselves to root for Tom Brady? Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Turns out Bill Belichick... He might not be a nice guy. I know that's shocking to many of you. Jaw-dropping Wednesday here on Ken Levick Alive. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I'm going to root for Brady on Sunday in a game I said that I was going to hate watch. And I don't know how to compartmentalize any of this. Ken Levick Alive Wednesday edition. ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. In the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the shiny and very uh, uncomfortable to the eyes, uh, Intracoastal. Captain Competent Joe Rigotti here, as always, making sure that things run kosher. And uh, say what you will about ESPN. And uh, they certainly make mistakes and missteps. And uh, many like to celebrate when ESPN screws up. But there's a reason that they are a forever chugging along, never-to-be-stopped business. No matter who is at ESPN or who leaves ESPN, ESPN's always going to be the, 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 the total package. It's always going to be the engine that makes sports go. Because it is no coincidence that we are in Brady versus Belichick, Bucks versus Patriots week, and wait a minute, ESPN Seth Wickersham has... A book coming out, a tell-all about the Patriots, and it just so happens that a Wednesday morning, we see some leaks from that book. Oh, by the way, it gets released October 12th. ESPN, as much as you want it to fail people, it's never going to go away because they know how to do business. Seth Wickersham, who uh, had, uh, had the first of many revelations about the Patriots during Deflategate, the relationship between Belichick and Brady. Robert Kraft and his dealings in the entire situation. He is a Patriots insider. He is well-connected. And Patriots fans wanted to fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it. And it turns out Seth Wickersham, when it came to Deflategate and all of the drama surrounding it, was right about 100% of all things that he claimed, including a rift between Belichick and Brady. Turns out that was right because Brady's in Tampa now and Belichick is sitting with a new quarterback in New England. Seth Wickersham's book is called It's Better to Be Feared. It comes out October 12th. And joining us now here in Ken Levick, a live set. No, I'm just joking. He's not on the show. We couldn't book that. ESPN doesn't give us that. At first, first in the hierarchy of people that would get Seth Wickersham, it would be Evan and then Josh. And then I would get like uh, the guy who made the binding for the book. That's what would be offered up to me uh, here on Ken Levick Alive, your source for the most in-depth interviews. Uh, so... We get some tidbits of information, and it's juicy, and it's soap opery, but it sort of gives us an insight into Bill Belichick, the complete turd, 
We know it's there. We know he is one. But this really drives it home. So according to Seth Wickersham, Tom Brady wanted to say goodbye to Bill Belichick in person once Brady decided that he was going to leave the Patriots. So Brady reached out to Belichick. And what did Belichick say? That he wasn't available and they were going to have to talk on the phone. I mean, that's petty. That is really, really petty. The guy that helped lead you to six world championships, he's going to leave because you treated him like crap. You never adjusted from 24-year-old Tom Brady to coaching Tom Brady at 37, and so you, the reason he's leaving, you're going to be salty about it, and you're going to say, nope, we're going to have to do it over the phone. I mean, that is incredibly, incredibly petty, but... There's more about Bill Belichick. According to Seth Wickersham, and this might be the best one. I probably should leave it for last, but I'm here, so I'm going to put it out there. At the 2008 NFL League meetings, Belichick and then New York Jets head coach Eric Mangini nearly had a fist fight. After a dinner for head coaches, Julie Mangini, the wife of Eric, bumped into Belichick and said hi, trying to ease tension after the post-Spygate fallout. Belichick blew her off, and when she told Eric what had happened, he charged across the room and needed to be held back by other coaches from swinging at Belichick. Quote, hey, Bill, bleep you, Mangini yelled. You know what we need to do? Actually, I'm going to text him right now. I probably should have thought about this uh, before the show. We need to see if we can get Mike Tannenbaum on to see if he'll shed any light on the potential fist fight between Eric Mangini and uh, and and uh, Bill Belichick. Actually, in the break, we're going to try and book Mr. T. We're going to break some news here on Ken LeVick Alive. I can feel it. All right, so we'll get a hold of, uh, of Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN West Palm's own Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, apparently, after Spygate and during U.S. Senator Arlen Specter's inquiry into whether the Patriots had videotaped the St. Louis Rams walkthrough practice before the Super Bowl, former Rams coach Mike Mart said he believed that New England had also videotaped the Rams practices during the week. Quote, I'd like to hang Belichick by the stones, end quote. He told a confidant. Awesome. Perfect. So uh, th- everybody is everybody's thinking real highly of, uh, of Belichick. Uh, also, there was a relationship with uh, Roger Goodell, apparently. Even though Goodell has heavily punished the Patriots three times for rules violations, he's become close with Belichick. Besides a secret meeting at a private airport to discuss rule changes, on the morning after the Patriots' Super Bowl win over the Falcons, Belichick hugged Goodell and lifted the commissioner's feet off the ground. That's weird. That's really, really weird. And Bill Belichick, again, I keep going back to, I keep going back to, hey, coach, Thanks for everything. I really enjoyed the dynasty with you. Can I say bye? Can we meet for lunch? Nope, not available. We got to do it over the phone. What a jerk. I mean, what an ass, honestly. All of these things, and we knew that there was a rift there that broke them apart, and now this week they're going to reunite Sunday, Brady versus Belichick. Are we rooting for Brady are you rooting for Brady Sunday when the Bucs meet the Patriots? I've never rooted for Brady in anything. I didn't root for him last Super Bowl. I didn't root for him one single solitary second with the Patriots. 
But now that guy who has made my football life hell for two decades, I'm finding myself pulling for him against his former coach. Are you conflicted like me? I've got to think you're out there. Are you rooting for Brady Sunday against the Patriots? Think how weird that sounds. Are you rooting for Brady Sunday against the Patriots? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Are you rooting for Brady, Tom Brady of all people, against the Patriots? 888-760-3776. And keep in mind, this is the same Brady, the same magazine model Brady, the same well-coiffed hair, the same married to a supermodel, the same man married to a supermodel who after they, they lost to the Giants a second time vented in the, the uh, underbelly of the stadium. Uh, it, Tom can't throw it to himself, taking a shot at the receivers and at Wes Welker, who's dropping passes in that Super Bowl. This is the same Tom Brady who now is going on Sirius XM radio and saying, yeah, the game is soft. The game is soft. Even though rules were changed to make the game softer after Tom Brady himself suffered a torn ACL in 2008. Bro, fine, you can think that, but the rules were changed because of you. Because the NFL wanted to protect you. I didn't hear you calling out those rules. The low hit on the quarterback. Anything helmet to helmet. I didn't hear you say anything about it then, but now that the rules are in place, ah, oh yeah, the league's softer now. Like he's still endlessly annoying. He really, truly is. But in this instance, where he was pushed out of New England, I still can't fathom how that relationship got to that point because you see some of these great dynasties. Has any spur ever come out and said that Greg Popovich is a bleephole? I must have missed it. Did LeBron and Spolstra have the greatest relationship? No. Has LeBron ever come out and ripped Spo? Absolutely not. He's shown reverence. I just, I, I, even, even, none of the Bulls are coming out and ripping Phil Jackson. Maybe Scotty, because who knows what's going on with Scotty Pippen right now. He's calling Phil a racist. But nobody else has come out and said, yeah, that's bad. Even Kobe. Once him and Phil got back on the same page, we're good. And he was able to be coached. But this is just, this is is fairly unprecedented. That after so much time together, you part ways. And more and more comes out about Belichick. You knew this was going to happen. I can separate the greatness of a football coach from the type of person he is. But this is just gross. Like the whole thing with Mangini's wife, if that's true, come on, bro. Like be better than that. Be better than that. It almost feels like Brady's ACL after that, before the 2008 season. That was like a karma thing for Bill. Like come on. You're going to ignore someone's wife because you have beef with her husband? That's weak. That's really weak. Think about it. If you're Belichick, and you're at the top of the football world, which he was in 2008. And 
You're going to act like that? You're going to act like a child? That's child stuff. The more and more, by the way, that I adult, and I'm 37, but the more and more that I see, especially with kids in the school, like, I, I can't believe how little adults actually grow up from when they're teenagers. I mean, some of you just need to suck it up. Bill Belichick's one of them. Think about it. The most successful guy in football, and he's going to act like that towards someone's wife. So, again, I can separate the greatness of the man coaching on the field and the type of person he is, but all of these things combined make me want to root for arguably, for me, the most annoying athlete of my lifetime, and that's Tom Brady, who couldn't stop beating up on the Dolphins who couldn't stop looking beautiful while he was doing it, who couldn't stop getting the benefit of the doubt from the media, who couldn't stop getting the benefit of the doubt from the NFL rule makers, and then he has the audacity to come out and say that football is too soft now. They changed the sport because of you, Tom. But I'm rooting for him Sunday because I want him to beat Belichick so badly. I want Tom Brady to destroy Bill Belichick on Sunday, embarrass him, rub his face in it. Are you rooting for Tom Brady? I can't be the only one who's conflicted about this. Are you rooting for Tom Brady? Or are you just going to hate watch this thing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media, hit us up on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Let's kick things off with Steven in West Palm. Steven, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Steven? What's up, Ken? I actually like what you just said. I'm actually going to hate watch it. Um, I can't go for Tom Brady, man. These Bucks fans are just real arrogant. But at the same time, I just want – I prefer if the Patriots lose as much games as possible mm-hmm. simply for a Dolphin fan. And, um, yeah, that's it. I guess I'm a little different. Yeah, no, and, and you're right, Steven. From a, from a pure football AFC East standpoint, this would be best-case scenario for the Dolphins for sure. But just from a, a pure human being standpoint, a pure good versus evil, think about it. Sunday, we're going to potentially have a game after all the years. And down here, we are full of Jets fans. How many times did he embarrass you, Brady? A lot. Giants fans. You're the only ones, really, that ever got the upper hand on him when it mattered. You hated him. Uh, Bills fans. I mean, he really punked the hell out of you over and over again. And think about it now. And, and, And Dolphins fans. Those of you in, in, in my camp, and think about this. We've spent years hating the guy. I didn't even respect the guy. I didn't even want to go that far. Oh, I hate him, but I respect him. Uh-uh. I'm not saying that. I don't want to respect the guy. He's coddled by the NFL. I don't respect anything like that. Oh, you, you hurt your knee? Oh, 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 here's a rule change so it never happens again, Tommy. That's what happened. He always gets the benefit of the doubt. He always got the benefit of the doubt in New England. Going up there and thinking you were ever going to get fair officiating, laughable. You can't go against 12. But I'm rooting for him. From a pure people standpoint, I'm rooting for him. Because Belichick is just so damn unlikable. And I get he's the greatest coach ever. And I get you've got to be a hard ass to get to that point. But you can be a hard ass and still treat people acceptably. And when you hear about the thing with Mangini's wife and you hear about Brady wanting to meet face-to-face and be a big person and Belichick blows him off and says, we're going to have to do it over the phone. 
Like, that's almost embarrassing. Who are you? What are you even doing? This is why you root for people like Andy Reid. It's why you root for people like Pete Carroll, who are good NFL coaches, successful NFL coaches, get the job done. And they also appear to be good to people, just in general. When I covered the Dolphins, Tony Sperano was gruff. Tony Sperano could be confrontational, may he rest in peace, but he also was good to people around him. Bill Belichick appears to lack that type of personality trait. And for me, that's a bit of a problem. So great work on the field. When it comes to wishing you future success, that's a big no on my end. Are you rooting for Tom Brady on Sunday, a guy that you loathed for two decades? And again, like I said, it wasn't just that I hated him. I also I, I couldn't bring myself to respect him either. But I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Are you rooting for Brady to beat Belichick on Sunday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Right now, fall semester classes. You can sign up right now for spring semester classes. This is is your pathway to the sports industry. It is so vast. It is so large. But you also can't just say, hey, I'm going to work in the sports industry and jump right into the sports industry. It is so vast that you need a path. You need to find what you like. Because what's the point of getting into something and you realize, oh, I took the I took the wrong approach. It's like when you go to medical school. You've got to pick a specialty or else you're just wasting money and wasting your time and wasting everybody else's time. This is sort of like the med school for sports business, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. It's also one of the finest MBA sport management programs in the world. It's been around for 22 years. It is tried. It is true. The results are there. We talked about them yesterday. Mario Rosales, who graduated with his MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. He is the new FAU Associate AD for Business and Finance. Another success story. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Take courses on campus in Boca or or you can take them online. Find out more, fau.edu slash MBA sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA sport management program. Speaking of FAU, I got to know Lane Kiffin real well when he was the head football coach at Florida Atlantic, and one of the more na- uh, prominent national sports voices had something really questionable to say about Lane, and I need to go to Lane's defense when we return. Joe Rigotti, Captain Competent. I'm Ken Levick. I'm from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. All right. The booking request has been made. We have officially reached out to former Jets general manager Mike Tannenbaum to see if he can give us any inside information about Eric Mangini trying to swing on Bill Belichick. The request has been made. It has been put out there. So perhaps we will sleuth our way to some inside information. Perhaps, perhaps Mr. T saw it with his own two eyes. We'll ask him if he joins us here, but the request has been made. So stay tuned, as they say in the business. Ken Levick alive. 
Joe Rigotti, Captain Competent, with us as well here until 1 o'clock on ESPN 106.3. Uh, the Ken Levick Alive podcast. Uh, we had some issues with it the past couple of days, apparently. It wasn't showing up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. That has been rectified. Good news. Everybody at Good Karma Brands and ESPN West Palm has put their collective heads together, and we got it done. Damn it, that's teamwork, if I say so myself. So it's ready for you again, like a big, shiny gift, like a, 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 a big, big bucket of water in the Sahara. It's there for you to quench your audio thirst. The Ken Levick Alive podcast. Again, it's free, and it's wherever you get your podcast. Go ahead and subscribe and get it right to your device. Just make it easier on yourself, okay? Uh, so Marcus Spears was on Get Up, and I, I'm rooting for Brady because I want him to slap Belichick around. I don't like Brady, but I really don't like Belichick. There's something innately satisfying, I feel, if if Tom Brady goes into Foxborough in front of those fans, those spoiled, spoiled fans, and he embarrasses Bill Belichick. And Marcus Spears was on Get Up, and he actually thinks that Brady wants that outcome as well. I'm looking forward to this because I I want to confirm what I believe about Tom Brady. And what I believe about Tom Brady is that he wants to go to New England and hang 50 on that team because of his relationship with Bill Belichick. I think he's petty. I think the competitive nature in him, and we've heard Michael Jordan talk about this. Some of these guys are made this way. They find these situations to drive the needle into you, and I think that's what he's going to do. Yep. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. There's just... I don't want Bill Belichick to get the upper hand anymore on anyone. I want him to suffer. He forced Brady out. And in this Seth Wickersham story, there was pushback from the Patriots and from Belichick because Brady said he wanted to play until he was 45. And Belichick thought that Brady was near the end. And it turns out, you know, it was near the end. The Patriots' game plans. You know what was near the end? The Patriots' ability to remain sustainable. That actually what was near the end. It gives me solace. And again, while I can't stand Brady, what gives me solace is that Brady goes and wins a Super Bowl last year and Belichick had to sit and watch the entire playoff run from home. Just sit there and watch it from home as his former quarterback, who he ran out, who he refused to meet with, who he said, oh, we're going to have to say goodbyes on the phone, watched make a run and win the Super Bowl. Oh, man, this makes you tingly thinking about it. Feels great. Are you rooting for Tom Brady on Sunday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter at ESPN West Palm. And don't worry because we are uh, we are a show for the people. We are trying to find anybody who may have uh, seen firsthand Mike Tannenbaum. Eric Mangini try and swing on Bill Belichick, okay? We are trying to find information. We are trying to get inside scoop. Mike Tannenbaum on Eric Mangini trying to fight Bill Belichick at the 2008 league meetings. We have reached out to Mike Tannenbaum, and uh, we are doing our, our... If you know Mike Tannenbaum, go ahead and call him and tell him we're looking for him as well, okay? Uh, let's go to Jupiter. Hey, Joe. Joe's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, bud? 
Happy Wednesday, guys. Yep, you sir, you too, sir. I am absolutely rooting for Tom Brady, and I compare him to the way I now feel about Aaron Rodgers. Two guys that I used to think were was arrogant mm-hmm. and just not very likable people to two guys. Once Aaron Rodgers started his, you know, he became more open, and you see him play golf. He seems like a really nice person and treats people well. Tom Brady, once he left New England, he wasn't an arrogant person. He just wasn't able to be himself because of the organization, I, th- I assume. Yeah. But now that he's in Tampa, he's, he seems like he just treats people well. He, he's funny. They're, you know, I, so I, my opinion of them has completely changed to two of the mega superstars that I would love to meet. I never will. But if I had my top two or three, they're in the first three along with Tiger Woods. I tell you That's what, what though, Joe, there's a lot of people uh, that I never thought I'd meet, and then you move to South Florida, and suddenly you just run into them randomly. I'm looking at uh, Captain Competent over here, and uh, he had that that situation with Joe Girardi a couple of months ago where he was uh, he was uh, at, a, at a deli and then just ran right into Joe Girardi in a parking lot. So don't worry. I think it, it, wow. don't, 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 don't think that it just won't happen. But, yeah, those are all good points. Those are all – and, again, like I can separate the person from the sport. Like Bill Belichick's the, 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 the greatest coach of all time. And I say that with great regard for Don Shula, but Bill Belichick is the best. He, he is the best. But it doesn't mean that I like him away from the field. And it doesn't mean that I don't see these things, especially the wife thing. What if Eric Mangini would have knocked out Bill Belichick? That would have been amazing. I mean, what a storyline that would have been. That would have been great. But I just, I want Brady to go beat him. I want, I don't, I, I don't like how Brady got traded near the end. And it, it, it violates all of my, my, my football instincts based on how I spent my last two decades just loathing Tom Brady, but I want Brady to embarrass him. I want Brady to absolutely embarrass Belichick. Let's go to Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Are you rooting for Tom Brady Sunday? Kevin Sinicki tweets, voice cracking. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. I know. I know it's hard. That's the similar situation I've been in. Uh, at Twitsy uh, tweets, no, absolutely not rooting for Tom Brady. And I get that. I get that too. I understand that. If you hate the guy, you hate the guy. You can't back off that. I mean, Steven told us that he'll he'll hate watch the whole thing. Okay? It, it, it's Brady versus Belichick. Who are you cheering for? An asteroid. I get that. I honestly get that. Um, But I want Brady to win because I want Belichick to be embarrassed. Because Belichick always – the thing about Belichick, too, is that he's always thought that he's the smartest guy in the room. Maybe he was. But it's nice to see him get his. Like in the playoffs a couple of years ago, when his former player, now head coach of the Titans, just out-Belichick Belichick, worked the clock, worked the officials, beat him in a way Belichick's been doing it for years. That was so endlessly satisfying. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And it's funny that Joe and Jupiter mentioned someone who, uh, who comes off as arrogant. Someone who... Uh, maybe isn't nice to people, and then uh, you, you actually get the sense that they're either A, reformed, or B, they're in a place where they can be themselves, and that's going to bring me to a point on Lane Kiffin in just a moment. Ken Levick alive on ESPN 106.3. I got to tell you about Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It is in West Palm Beach, 
obviously. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. You can't miss it. Big old Kia sign in front, and you'll see the Kia vehicles immediately. The selection is out of control. And those Kia vehicles, they are fun, they are sporty, they are safe, they are fuel efficient, they are great for the family, and that's why I decided, you know what, i got to get myself a Kia. I went over there and uh, sat down with George for, for a, a good amount of time. And uh, I, I got to say, you, you just feel like, hey, this is, this is the right place. This is a place where I want to keep coming back. And not every place is like that. You'll get rushed around. Hey, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? How, what are you looking for? Hey, let's run your credit. Let's run your credit. And it's, it's, it's pressure. And I also, I, 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 don't want to sp- I don't like spending days on end buying a car. I want to know that I'm going to go someplace. I'm going to find something I like. And it's not going to be uh, this whole marathon existence. And at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they're immediately going to identify what exactly are you looking for? Let's see if we can get something that fits you. And if you like it, let's test drive it. And if you like that, let's talk finance. Oh, your credit's bad? We got a credit clinic. We're going to find a creditor who's going to make sure we can put you in this automobile. They're always looking out for you. They're trying to make it as seamless as possible because they get that carbine can be really, really difficult and be really, really stressful. And that's what I appreciate about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT, blue and beautiful and wonderful and fun and sporty, and my kids love it. That's why you're going to love Greenway Kia West Palm Beach as well. Service your vehicle there as well. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com to check out that selection. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. And again, check out Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail in West Palm. All right, let's hear what Mike Wilbon, who was on part in the interruption yesterday, him and Tony Kornheiser hanging out, and they discussed Alabama and Ole Miss this weekend. This is the marquee college football matchup of the weekend. It is Lane Kiffin against Nick Saban in an SEC West showdown. And they're picking the game. Is it Alabama or is it Ole Miss? And that weirdly launched Mike Wilbon into this rant. The answer is Alabama because of Lane Kiffin. There's nothing to be proud of if you're a college footballer or any of the sport but Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a clown. Lane Kiffin has been an embarrassment at multiple stops. I mean, nobody's going to run out there and say, yeah, I want Lane Kiffin right here on the logo representing me. The answer's Alabama, Tony. Lane Kiffin's a cute little story for guys like us who have to talk about sports every day, and we can come in Monday and say, ha, 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 Lane Kiffin. Once again, Lane Kiffin equals embarrassment at some point wherever he is. Alabama. Tell me you don't watch college football without telling me you don't watch college football. That is, um, for, for a guy that, that is a, a Hall of Fame broadcaster, a Hall of Fame media member, uh, that is so uninformed and it's so embarrassing from Mike Wilbon that that actually went out over national television, went out over the worldwide leader. That Wilbon wants to talk about representing the logo. You don't want Lane Kiffin representing your logo. What Mike Wilbon did there is way more embarrassing to the ESPN logo than anything Lane has done to any logo recently. I'm really biased because I worked with Lane for three years and I grew to really appreciate Lane. Oh, Ken, you're kissing his ass. Trust me. He's not listening to this in Oxford, Mississippi, okay? He's not listening to this on the Wednesday of uh, Ole Miss, Alabama week, okay? But I also promise you I have 
significantly more firsthand, face-to-face interaction and knowledge of Lane as a person and a coach than Mike Wilbon does, who I'd be hard-pressed to believe has ever met Lane Kiffin. So see, what happened there, and this happens sometimes, it even happens to me in, in, in sports talk, is you're, you're asked to have a lot of different viewpoints and a lot of different thoughts on different sports topics. And there's no way that you can watch and consume all of these things. So you fall back into just a tired trope or a reputation in order to make a strong point and then you move on. And you don't really know, but it's easy for you to just say, ah, he's struggling. And man, it looks like he's near the end. Those are my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. And then people say, we agree, absolutely, without looking at the fact that he started to drive for, uh, and won the game with 37 seconds left to go on Sunday night. And his accuracy is right up there with where it was last year as an MVP. But, they, but, but, but it's easy to just go back to the Jacksonville game and say, ah, Aaron Rodgers washed up. But Lane Kiffin is none of the things that Mike Wilbon actually expressed. A clown? Really, Mike? Because Lane Kiffin went to Alabama and brought that Alabama offense into the 21st century. The jet sweeps, the motion, the receivers, the use of tight ends, the speed. That was Lane. That's why Nick Saban brought Lane there, okay? And then when he came to FAU, I I promise you, and I'm speaking for all Florida Atlantic fans here because I feel like I can, and I also have done so for 15 years, so I'm pretty damn comfortable doing it. Not one FAU fan, not one singular FAU fan would say that he embarrassed the FAU logo. In fact, life was never better for FAU than when Lane was there. Two out of three seasons winning a Conference USA championship, endless media attention from a national level. Lane gets it as well, how to play the game on social media. And all while doing that, oh, he's got to be distracted. Why is he, so, why is he paying so much attention to social media? He's building a group of five juggernaut. He earned the right to go to the SEC and to coach Ole Miss and to coach in the same division as Nick Saban. And Mike Wilbon might think that Lane Kiffin's a clown, but I've never seen anybody in my life, and I've been around a lot of football coaches, and I'm not trying to brag here. I'm just trying to give context. There is no one I've ever seen who watches film like Lane does, and can pick out the intricacies like Lane does. It's almost Rain Man-esque. It's incredible. He is, for my money, the brightest football mind in college football. That's why he is at Ole Miss right now. And that's why he has them rolling. And that's why he has them exciting. But Mike Wilbon doesn't watch college football. And it became increasingly clear with his comment, about Lane Kiffin. Let's hear it one more time. This is Mike Wilbon on PTI on Lane Kiffin. The answer is Alabama because of Lane Kiffin. There's nothing to be proud of if you're a college footballer or any of the sport from Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a clown. Lane Kiffin has been an embarrassment at multiple stops. I mean, nobody's going to run out there and say, yeah, I want Lane Kiffin right here on the logo representing me. 
The answer is Alabama, Tony. Lane Kiffin's a cute little story for guys like us who have to talk about sports every day. And we can come in Monday and say, ha, 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 Lane Kiffin. Once again, Lane Kiffin equals embarrassment at some point wherever he is. Alabama. He hasn't been. Yeah, Mike Wilbon doesn't watch college football. Those comments are how I know. It was definitely not an embarrassment at Florida Atlantic. I mean, he he brought FA to a point where the expectation is championship every single year. Hell, current coach Willie Taggart says that's that's the that is the expectation, and Lane started that. And as far as Lane the person is concerned, is he the most sociable? No, neither am I. Is he nice to people? Yeah, for the most part, absolutely. And you know what? He's pretty loyal. He had a group of people at FAU that looked out for him, made sure he's comfortable. Hey, Lane, can we go on uh, this road trip for this game? Yep, sure, come along. Me, hey, coach, um, I just, I'd like a little insight on this game coming up against Western Kentucky. Uh, why don't you just show up to the coaches' meeting before the game on game day? Okay. The only coach who I've ever worked with who has allowed me into the bowels of the program is Lane Kiffin at Florida Atlantic. I've been doing it for 15 years. On game days, he let the entire radio broadcast crew into that coaches meeting. In a world where coaches are arguably the most paranoid people on the planet, more paranoid than that random guy living in the desert with the satellite that thinks the aliens are coming down tomorrow. Lane Kiffin, hey, Ken, why don't you just come to the coaches meeting? For three years, I sat in coaches' meetings and got all the insight and all the information I ever needed. He didn't have to do that, but he did. Because he's confident in what he brings, and he's also loyal, and he's also one hell of a college football coach as well. Mike Wilbon, you can just come out and say you don't watch college football. You got that one super wrong about Lane. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, hey, Pat Lawler, he's also a really, really good guy. Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys, not just because he'll go and have a beer with you, uh, but he also is going to look out for you, for your personal injury matter. Those things suck. Slip and fall, automobile accident, motorcycle accident, boating accident. South Florida can be a skeezy place. Everyone's trying to take advantage of you. Everyone wants a piece of you. And you know when you get in a car accident and all of a sudden you start getting all those flyers from all those different lawyers, oh, reach out to us, reach out to us, reach out to us. They're just trying to suck your your money. They're just trying to get in your wallet. Lawler and Associates, they're trying to get you money, compensation you deserve, have your back and do it in a trustworthy way. I say this because I've known Pat Lawler for a long time. Lawler and Associates, they have decades of trial experience Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys, that consultation, yeah, it's free. It is free. F-R-E-E, free. They want to make sure they can properly represent you and get you the compensation you deserve. That's wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com for Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. He is Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. I'm becoming a huge fan of Joe Judge, New York Giants head coach. 
because we made fun of Dan Campbell, the Lions head man, uh, for for just being like super testosterone oozing football meatball. But I actually think Joe Judge might be more so. Joe Judge is football meatball in the biggest media market, the most the most vicious media market in the country, and he doesn't have any wins or success to show for it. I'm actually really enjoying the tenure of Joe Judge, and he said something today that made me scratch my head, then laugh, then actually look up why Joe Judge was wrong, and then laugh some more. I'll get to that in just a moment. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And speaking of the Giants, I love, I love, I love the Captain Confident Joe Rigotti, who is a Giants fan. During the break, he told me, he goes, he goes, the Giants have the hardest remaining schedule in the league. Just pack it up. <laughs> Oh man, three yeah, I lo- I I mean that that is for me truly the finger on the pulse of the Giants fan. Just pack it up. So good. Ken Levick alive uh and uh, we have uh, something uh, pretty fun coming up next Wednesday courtesy of the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl because uh there is the Great Chef's Tailgate coming up and this thing is really one of my my favorite moments of the year i love the the great chef's tailgate so this is going to happen at the boca raton innovation campus the great chef's tailgate showcase october 6th 6 to 8 30 p.m all of the food all of the drink it, it, it and and you are you're getting tickets to basically eat three the equivalent of three, four, five meals you can drink. And your advanced tickets are $40 and $50 at the door. Let me tell you about the intricacies of this. Dozens of local chefs, breweries, cocktail masters are going to be serving their favorite tailgate classics. Wear your college team's colors. You mingle with other college football fans, community members, your favorite ESPN West Palm personalities. Tickets to the 2021 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl Great Chefs Tailgate Showcase, and it's presented by Brick uh, Boca Raton Innovation Campus and CP Group, are on sale now. Again, $40 in advance, $50 at the door. Where you're going to be eating and drinking would cost you hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. And your advance ticket is $40, and your ticket to the door is $50. Again, all of this is the Great Chef's Tailgate presented by Boca Raton Innovation Campus. That's where it is. Uh, all food, entertainment, beer, wine, cocktails, soft drinks, $40 in advance, $50 at the door. Visit spiritofgivingnetwork.org to get your ticket or call 561-385-0144 to purchase your tickets. That is the 8th Annual Great Chef's Tailgate presented by Boca Raton Innovation Campus. All right, so Joe Judge today was talking with media in New York, and he was asked about the decision to punt from the Atlanta 39 in the third quarter down 7-6 on Sunday. They punted from the Atlanta 39, okay? Like that, on its face, is some coward stuff right there. Why? Why? Just go for it. And I believe it was a third and four, third and five. Just go for it. You don't trust your defense to defend from the 40? Come on. So Joe Judge was asked about it today and asked about how analytics factors into all of his fourth down decisions and here's his response quote analytics is just a tool you can look at a statute all you want 
I promise you, if Excel was going to win football games, Bill Gates would be killing it right now. But you got to take those numbers as a tool and go ahead and factor in how your team's playing at the time and how the opponent is as well, and also the flow of the game, end quote. Let me go back to the key point of the key moment of this quote from Joe Judge. I promise you, if Excel was going to win football games, Bill Gates would be killing it right now. Joe, I hate to blow up this quote, but Bill Gates actually is kind of killing it right now. He's, um, he's, he's the, the, the fourth wealthiest human being on the planet. Bill Gates actually is killing it way more than you're killing it as Giants head coach. In fact, you're sort of just killing Giants fans right now. I, I, I'll say that, like, Joe Judge, I know he's Mr. Discipline, even though the Giants are one of the most heavily penalized teams in the NFL. I know that he is alpha male, wants everything his way, in control, play the tough guy role. But there's nothing less tough than punting from your opponent's 39-yard line. I am so anti-punt these days. And this isn't even, I'm not a huge video game guy. And I know a video game people say, never punt, never punt. But even if it's the third quarter, you're at your opponent's 39. You can't tell me that you have that much to lose, that you don't trust your defense that much, that the flow of the game is dictating that that is the tough man, smart football play. Come on. I love to. Analytics, it's a tool. You go ahead and factor in how your team's playing at the time and how the opponent is as well. It was 7-6. to six. It's not like you were in a shootout and you're trying to keep them from marching down the field. Your defense had been playing fine all game. It was 7-6 to six in the third quarter. And instead, and try grab momentum, you punted from your opponent's 39. And then you lost the game. Ah, I promise you if Excel was going to win football games, Bill Gates would be killing it right now. Bill Gates is killing it. I mean, Bill Gates has been killing it for a long time and continues to kill it. He's the fourth wealthiest person in the world. In fact, I wonder if Bill Gates was an NFL coach and went strictly off of his, as Joe Judge puts it, his Excel sheet, I'd be willing to bet just based on analytics alone, the Giants would have a win. I mean, I, I, I sort of feel like the Giants would be more successful right now at this point of the season if they solely were going off of Bill Gates' Excel sheet. 888-760-3776. At what point, you and your fan, your fan sensibilities, when is it okay to start just going forward on fourth down? Honestly, at any point of the game, I'm fine going forward on fourth down. Like once you're past your own 40. Like I'm at that point. In this NFL, if you can't trust your defense to defend half the field and you don't trust your offense to get those points back, say they, they kick a field goal, and that's kind of weak stuff. I'm, I'm all for it. Once you get past your 40, go for it. When should your team start to always think about going for it on fourth down? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, I am not video game guy. 
And I sure as bleep am not numbers guy. Excel sheets, I barely know how to use those, okay? But me, as dopey sports fan, once my team gets past the 40, go for it. Go for it. Come on. And that might be extreme, but I, I definitely know that if my team was at my opponent's 39 and I decided to punt it, I'd have a major problem. Joe Judge dropping a Bill Gates. Bro, he's the fourth wealthiest person in the world. Your analogies suck. It's like your, <laughs> it's like your, your fourth down decisions. Yeah, eat that, Joe. Leo's in Riviera Beach. Leo, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Leo? 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 I don't hear Leo. Let's see. Yeah, Leo, you can hang on. We'll try and get you. By the way, this also reminds me uh, that I think we're getting ducked. I think we're getting ducked by Mike Tannenbaum. I, I, I reached out to him. I wanted insight on Eric Mangini potentially trying to fight Bill Belichick, and I don't know. I think Mike Tannenbaum might be ducking us. He doesn't answer the hard questions that only we can provide here on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Leo, let's try this again. Leo? I don't think that. Yep, that is definitely not Leo right there. Um, uh, I, I, I cannot believe that we can't get Mike Tannenbaum. That's very frustrating. Now let's try Leo. Third time's a charm. Leo? Yeah, hey. thanks for taking my call. You got it, buddy. You got it, buddy. Uh, what are your fourth down sensibilities here? Uh, well, I played Madden all growing up, and I still am not of the ilk where I'm going to go for it on fourth down like that. I don't, I'm not willy-nilly. I'm like more of a defensive-minded coach, per se, so... <laughs> If I get past, if I'm on the 39 and my punter is is a good punter, and I think I can pin my team back, pin the other team back in the 10, and it's a 7-6 game, so points are hard to come by in the first place. So if I can pin my team further back, pin the other team further back and make them go 90 yards, I'd rather do that. Um, Leo, you know that I have nothing but respect for you, right? And so what I'm going to say here, I just want to preface it with that. Uh, this that's one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard in my life. You have to be kidding me that you're worried about field position in Madden. Yeah, you're you're worried about field position in Madden. You're worried about field position in real life. Like I don't want to. People say go for it all the time, but those are the guys. But that's the cheap video game way to do it. If, I guarantee you can. If you start going, if any team in the NFL starts going for it on fourth down from their own forty. That coach is going to be fired in two weeks because so, they won't win those two games. Young Leo growing up, when you played Mario, did you not go down the green pipes because you felt it was too dangerous and you didn't know what was down there? You just stayed above ground the entire time? Is this Your conservative video game playing seems like the most boring thing imaginable. No, because Madden actually, re- Madden actually rewards you for doing the right plays. <laughs> There's so many times in Madden that if you say you're up with a minute 30, and instead of uh, running the ball, you pass. That pass is more than likely going to get picked off. Madden rewards you for doing the right coaching moves. And so, and speaking in real life, Joe Judge is smart enough to know that his defense is probably going to win the game, so he wants to punt. 
but they didn't win the game, so yeah. It just how's didn't that work been out. going for him? How's how's relying on the defense been going for him? Leo Judge, uh, Madden Giants head coach, unbelievable. Leo, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right, I need to digest that for a moment. I, I, again, I love Leo, but I've I, I, and this is this is hand on Bible, take an oath, God's honest truth. I've never met anybody in my life who has tried to tell me about the value of field position playing Madden. I mean, not once in my life have I ever heard that. That seems really boring. Might as well go crochet. No offense to anybody who crochets. I'm sorry. I, I do like a good crocheted blanket. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. That's, how, that, that's legitimately how we're going to end the show, with me being amazed just stifled by field position in a game, in a, in a video game. Hey, to each their own. I'm not going to judge Leo. See what I did there? Judge, judge Leo. But also, um, hopefully Leo is better at his analogies than Joe Judge is because, again, Joe, if you're going to talk about analytics and talk about and try and insinuate that people are failing using Excel sheets, I don't think Bill Gates is the place you want to go. That's just me, and it's not just been fleeting success. It's been a lifetime of it, and he's the fourth richest person on the planet. Uh, EDS Air Conditioning, they are ultra successful. If I was to use an analogy about EDS, it would be uh, they're they're as dependable as a Justin Herbert incredible throw at least three times per game, right? Like EDS air conditioning, you know that they're on the come up. You know that they're elite level. You know that they have an extremely high ceiling. Like they're they're the Justin Herbert of air conditioning, EDS air conditioning. That's how you do a damn analogy, Joe Judge. EDSairconditioning.com. If your AC is out, if your AC is struggling, if you're having some major issues in your home and you can just sense, uh-oh, this is going to be problematic, or you're a snowbird and you're about to come back down to South Florida and you haven't gotten your AC checked and it has been off all summer long and you don't know what to expect when you turn it on, you got to get a hold of EDS Air Conditioning because EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning has been doing it since 2006. They're local and family owned and operated, and they use the best equipment. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. And honestly, for me, the best part is they're trying to work around you. Hey, what do you got going today? What do you got going today? And you tell them, and they say, all right, we're going to try and have uh, one of our specialists out there at X time instead of, uh, yeah, we'll be there between noon and, uh, and, and, and 10 o'clock. No, they're, they're, they're trying to not do that. They're trying to avoid that at EDS Air Conditioning. And again, edsairconditioning.com or call them at 561-316-8799. That's 561-316-8799. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. When we return tomorrow, we have Weekend Warriors. We're going to be giving away our $100 gift card, and uh, it's a rollover from last week because Pierre Garçon won our Weekend Warriors last week, our wide receiver version. He had Devontae Adams, who blew out the rest of the field. So our first week, and it happened in week three, the listeners don't win. Pierre Garçon carried it over. So tomorrow, we will bring it back. Weekend Warriors, presented by Bud Light 
and Brown distributing. And we're expecting a visit from Keely Ferguson of WPTV News Channel 5 and WFLX Fox 29. Great work as always by Captain Competent. He's named that for a reason. Joe Rigotti, I'm Ken Levicka. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye now.